When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hi, I'm Rick Tittle, and this is the Rick Tittle Podcast on the 8th Side Network. Join me as I get busy with the biggest names in sports and entertainment. All right, as we mentioned, it's great to have Joe Montana on the show again. It's uh, been a while, but uh, Joe is here because he's here to talk about that his alma mater, Notre Dame, is teaming up with Guinness Beer, and I kind of assumed they already were, being that they were the uh, the Irish, but he is the national ambassador for that, and we'll get to that in a second. But Joe, when you hear about you know the uh, Big Ten and the Pac-12 canceling uh, their seasons, um, I just think about me as a D2 player in the 80s. I was never going to play in the NFL, but that would have been devastating. So, I mean, what's going through your mind when you think about all these student athletes that will not have football now? I I think the seniors are the ones that, you know, you, you feel for the most as, like you said, a lot of them are playing for their last time and, uh, you know, don't have aspirations to move to the NFL. And, And then at the same time, those guys, the seniors that were looking for, to have a, a, a great senior year and finish up them with an opportunity to get to the NFL, you know, is a little bit different because it, if you look back and you take Joe Burrows into account, if he didn't have a senior year, he would he would have been first pick of the draft. And so, who, who we'll never know. We may never know who that that person might have been for this year in college football. And it's sad to think that it won't happen, but you know. We, I think realistically, we, we have to think about the safety of these kids as much as anything. Yeah, everybody wants to play. Hell, I'm 64, and I still want to play. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, it, it's, it's, we just have to be realistic. We're not dealing with like a flu or a simple cold or whatever it is. What we're dealing with is a different beast, and, it, and, it's, and it's morphing as we move. It's moving, too. So we just need to think of each I don't know what kind of student you were, but for me, I mean, the academics, I think, are going to suffer because I don't know. My motivation for going to class would plummet, actually, too. So I'm concerned about that for these kids. 
Yeah, I mean, these guys are and schools are open. I mean, Notre Dame's open, and so how do you how do you go to class? And you know, obviously, they try to keep it social distance and the, and the different seatings, and they're they're wiping everything down or spraying everything down and doing everything they possibly can. But I think it would just be devastating for someone, some team to lose somebody because they contracted the virus while playing. And if you look at baseball right now, and look at the trouble they're having, they're not even a contact sport. So what 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 does that contact add to you know the chance your chances of contracting this? And you know, it's, it, I don't know. I just think somebody up there has to think responsibly to try to keep these guys um, safe. And I know that if it was me playing. I wouldn't. I'd be thinking. I want to play. I want to play. I don't care. That you, they all. You think you're invincible, but you're not. And so we'll, you know, we'll see what happens. And you know, a couple conferences already shut down. And I don't know how you have football without all of them playing. How do you how do you play without the Pac-12 and the Big Ten? I don't know. Uh, you know, being in the mix somehow, somewhere. And I'm sure there there are others out there also, but. I just don't know how you continue. I don't. I'm not sure why the NCAA didn't just like step in and and make it one decision for all, and um, then it would then it would be over. All then we wouldn't have to worry about it. Hey, everybody wants. Yeah. I mean, I want to see football as much as anybody. I love college football, but problem is, you know, this, we got to think about the safety of these kids at the same time. No doubt, and that is the correct decision in my mind. It's just that it's hard to say goodbye to $100 million. Barry Alvarez is talking about how people at Wisconsin, he's going to have to lay off a lot of people. So, I mean, I can see why they waited till the last minute, and still a few more are waiting. We're speaking with Joe Montana. Just one more question real quick about football. When I drive by where the stick used to be, and, of course, now it's just rubble and they're building apartments or whatever, and there's progress, you know, they're down mm-hmm. in Santa Clara and they're the Niners in their big new stadium. In your mind to know that candlestick just plain doesn't exist anymore, is does that make you sad? Do you not care? Where are you in, in the feeling knowing that all those great moments and Dwight's catch and everything else that the place doesn't exist? I'm okay with that. <laughs> I mean <laughs> when we were playing honestly and it may have been one of the worst fields to play on. It was always wet, and it could not rain for a month, and it was wet. And so they figured out eventually that it was below the water table. Um, that it now, at the end there, was good. And I did an interview for one of the TV stations when it was half torn down, and he said, so what do you think? I go, it's the best it's ever looked. <laughs> he started laughing. I go, what are you talking about? And when, you know, seriously, it, it was a home field advantage only because of the fans, but it was not a fun place to play. You know, with the swirling winds, and we went from the powdery dust infield of the baseball to then the, then the crushed brick that was like landing on cement that was with the baseball field. And it's hard, it was hard to play on a baseball field, football. Yeah. And, and that going from the grass to dirt or dirt to grass is different. Um, and 
hitting that stuff is even different. I mean, that, that wind started blowing. You couldn't see what was going on when the dust storms were going. And uh, and then when it turned into that crushed brick, no one wanted to get tackled <laughs> so, on that stuff. And I don't know. It was, I, I have great memories there, but, you know, the facilities in these days and era, first of all, they shouldn't be. They had a nice stay in down there, and there were facilities down there, but they should still be here. And, you know, the city let them get away way back when. And it's unfortunate for everyone because it would be nice to see them sitting up there next to the Giants and the Warriors. No doubt about it. All right, finally, Joe, Guinness Beer, National Ambassador. What do we got going on? You're going to do some commercials and stuff? Yeah, we have some some commercials, and uh, we have some uh, social media. Well, there was also some kind of in-person type events that were going to happen, but obviously you're on hold now with, with the virus, um, you know, still lingering around here and doing some damage. And, you know, we were set to launch back in uh, March on St. Patrick's Day, this 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 whole um, partnership. And, you know, I, I was happy to be a part of it. I mean, you're looking at two great traditions here, um, a lot of the same values, a lot of the same goals. Um, always looking, you know, with a desire to, to be the best and, and win at what they do. And, and, you know, they're both committed to, to, to building a better future for all of us. And at the same time, you know, we were looking to celebrate the return of football again and um, uh, with, you know, sitting there enjoying a nice pint of Guinness. And, you know, while we can still watch some sports and, and still enjoy that pint, um, we're looking for that day when football comes back again. So, um, but in, in, in all said, you know, there's there's a new eight Notre Dame eight pack of, of Guinness draft coming out in the Chicago, uh, New York, Indiana, and, uh, which is one more area. So, again, people need to start looking for it. You're going to see more and more of it coming around. And um, but it's great to be a part of uh, two great, a great university and a great company. And with, uh, you know, a lot of light things in mind and was looking forward to the Dublin Notre Dame Navy game, but oh. I guess we'll see what happens. All right. Yeah, those uh, eight packs, those Notre Dame eight packs in Boston as well. Of course, they'll eat them up there in Boston. Yeah, Boston We've been speaking good, to, yeah, yeah. Joe Montana. <laughs> it'll be a big hit there. They see that shamrock. Joe Montana's been with us, the best quarterback I ever saw. Guinness Beer National Ambassador. Make sure to check that out. Joe, thanks for your time, man. Appreciate it. And um, looking forward to catching up with you again sometime. Appreciate your time. Thank you. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Get on back. On byline. You're listening to the Rick Tittle Podcast on the 8 Side Network. Stay tuned for more. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. All right. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's great to welcome back to the show. Joe Theismann, of course, Super Bowl winning quarterback. And he has a a book that uh, just came out this summer. It's called How to Be a Champion Every Day, Six Timeless Keys to Success. It's available from Radius Book Group. Joe, welcome back to the show. How did you narrow it down to six? What are a couple that maybe didn't make your six? Well, you know, it's, it's, so, hard. Um, it's so hard to narrow it down. Uh, you know, what you do is you look for titles. First of all, Rick, it's good to catch up with you again. Thank you. And hello to everybody and to all our men and women in the armed forces. Thank you so much for what you do to make our lives safer. And believe me, uh, just know that you are appreciated and cared for and hope you're staying safe during these crazy times as best you can, no matter where you are in the world. Um, just, I, I, took, I took what I thought were six big key opportunities. One, basically, I sort of get into a little bit, and, and that is uh, participatory management, which means that if you're a part of an organization, it's important that you have the ability to be able to share your knowledge, share your experiences, share your thoughts uh, with management uh, to let them know that, you know, you're out in the field, you see what's going on, and, and you're a very valued contributor to what the company can do and, and what they're able to accomplish. Uh, uh, another one is, is basically a competitive edge. Uh, I talk about it a little bit, but how do you gain a competitive edge in life? How do you gain a competitive edge in business or in sports? Um, you know, for example, you look at the Kansas City Chiefs. They gain a competitive edge because of the athleticism of their quarterback and because of the speed on the field. Uh, so, you know, those were some that don't fit into the heading, but I, I do deal with them in the content of the book. But some of the ones that are in there, Rick, are like opportunity. I think life now is an opportunity for us to look at things because they are so different than they were. Attitudes precede everything we do in our lives. I believe everybody needs goals. And I'm a big proponent of writing them down, teamwork, uh, in the world of business, customer service, motivation. Those are the things I deal with. And I, I tell stories and uh, I talk about the, you know, what I think is important to us to be able to get ahead in life. Never would presume to tell somebody how to be a success, but sort of lay out. I, I fashion myself as Joey Appleseed. I just sort of put little nuggets out there and you take the seat and see if it grows for you. And then in these times, as you mentioned, I mean, we're all going through the pandemic for the first time, and, and we, we didn't know how long it was going to last. It's still going. So we've been faced a lot of challenges, not just with work, but with our, our relationships. And so maybe some people are alone, or maybe you know, some relationships have been tested, because now you have that, that cabin fever. And what are some of the ways that, that, that you've kind of coped in these cooped-up times, Joe? Well, you know, you make some great points because uh, everybody says times have changed. I, I, I sort of agree with that, but I prefer to look at it in this way under this pandemic, in the pandemic we're in. And 
And hopefully, Rick, we never have to go through anything that, thing like this again in our lifetime and or our children's lifetimes or our grandchildren's lifetime. Um, we've, you know, you, you, you get a chance during this time where you have to look at yourself. You have an opportunity now to not only look at your businesses and the way they're run or your relationships with your customers, but it's also your relationships with your family. It's your relationship with yourself. I mean, I would venture to say that the end of February is about when this thing started, middle of March, when our lives would go on. If this hadn't occurred, we would probably be doing the same things that we've been doing over and over and over again. And it really forced us to stop and take a look at ourselves and our businesses, like I say, and our relationships. In football, for example, we have a bye week. And, you know, the 16 games, you get that 17th week, and it's a bye week. And coaches don't study opponents during that bye week. They study themselves. They want to see what tendencies they've developed. They want to see ways to be able to better utilize personnel and individuals. And I think that's, that's the opportunity that exists for us, for ourselves in society. It's a chance to examine ourselves. There are so many things and changes that are occurring in society it's time to take a step back and, and think and listen and find out what other people are thinking. How are you running your business? Seek input. What do your customers want? You may not be face-to-face with them, but you certainly can interact with them um, on your various devices as far as communication goes. And I, I think you just have to take a step back and sort of re, refocus your life um, look at some opportunities that you maybe thought about checking into, and now is the time to do it. You know, you can only paint the, the kitchen so much. You can only cut so much grass. You can only plant so many plants. And I think it's a chance to be able to, to travel. Some friends of mine have just said, look, you know, we're going to hop in an RV, and we're going we're gonna to do some things we never did. We talked about them. And, and I say this to all your listeners out there. How many things have you talked about doing and never did them? I don't know if there's a better time than now to be able to do those things you talked about and go get them done. And so I, it, you just can't get stagnant. I, you know, I know, you know if you have a family of five, you know, the, the, the parental pe- parents in the house and then you've got the three children. I mean, everybody needs their space. Everybody needs time. And I think during this period, we need to be smart. We need to social distance. We need to wash our hands. We need to wear a mask. I mean, we got to a point where we've, where we've opened up a, a lot in the country because we've been smart. Now's not the time to get foolish, especially coming into, quote-unquote, what's considered the flu season. And I find it ironic that there's very few cases of flu uh, reported, and yet the symptoms are somewhat similar to what it is with COVID. So it's, um, you know, it's just something you, you, can, you can look at your life and say, okay, this is my chance to, to refocus and rebuild and do the things I want to do. All right. Well, so a couple more questions for former NFL MVP Joe Theismann. Um, your, your NFL team, of course, lost its name, and we've discussed that in the past. And then we heard rumors that maybe Warriors, maybe Red Tails. Well, just last night, Jason Wright, the president of the team, said, hey, you know what? The, the way the timing is working, we're probably just going to call ourselves Washington Football Club next season as well. So I just wondered what your thoughts on all that is. Well, I, obviously, um, the name being changed is not something that just occurred overnight. Uh, this has been a 
topic of conversation for decades. And it finally has it finally occurred this particular year. I felt that the choice to call themselves the Washington football team at this time made a lot of sense. Instead of jumping in, instead of just choosing a name, take time to think about what you want to do. Take time to think about uh, the names that, that would be acceptable to most people. Not every, nothing is going to be acceptable to everyone, but to most people. Um, and if it takes a year, if it takes two, that's fine. I, I hope that they will come up with a name at some point in time other than the Washington football team. And, uh, you know, Jason's a very bright young man who has been brought in as president of our organization. And I'm excited to see him make decisions and move forward and, and you know, help our organization be special. Um, and so if it's going to take another year, so, I, you know, Rick, I don't know what the hurry is. You know, we are the Washington football team now. Like I said, I believe that it should and probably will be changed uh, to another name at some point in time. But I don't know where the hurry is. And I'm glad we're taking time to really think about what that next step is going to be. No doubt. And I also wanted to ask you about uh, Dwayne Haskins, because obviously he was fantastic at Ohio State. And it was just, I thought, a great moment of serendipity, a win-win for the young man and the team that he fell to his hometown team at that slot. But now hearing about how you know, he's getting benched and they're going to look for a quarterback in the draft, they, they have not given up on Dwayne Haskins yet, have they, Joe? I don't believe so. I don't believe at all. And, um, you know, Dwayne, I, I don't know if he's back in the facility. I know for the uh, last week or so, um, he had a virus or a flu of some type that kept him away. I'm not sure if he's back uh, in the facility and, and practicing. I don't believe they've given up on him. Dwayne, unfortunately, had a couple of circumstances, uh, actually a number of circumstances that sort of came up that didn't help his situation at all. Number one, you had a coaching change. Well, let's go back. Let's go back to last year when he started the last seven games. Jay Gruden was fired. Bill Callahan, the offensive line coach, became the head coach. And the Washington football team went from like 40-60 pass to run to 60-40 run to pass. So there was a philosophical change on offense. Then in the offseason, he worked hard. He lost some weight. Uh, you didn't have OTA, which are offseason training. You didn't have a mini camp where you brought everybody in. You didn't have a training camp. You didn't have a preseason. So he never really had a chance to get acclimated to the third thing, which was an entirely new coaching staff and a new philosophy, um, new terminology, new concepts, uh, plus all new wide receivers, a whole new running back set. And I think he was a little bit of a, you know, a, a victim of an offensive line that was, was, was and is still struggling. So there were a lot of things that really contributed to Dwayne not being able to continue as the quarterback. I don't believe the organization has given up on him. I think it takes time, um, and he'll be able, you know, basically he'll go, be able to go out and compete for that job um, next year. Kyle Allen is currently the quarterback. Alex Smith is the backup, and Alex is coming on to 36. And what a great story that is as far as comeback player of the year, the fact that if you saw that Project 11, which was on E60 on ESPN, you saw what he went through in recovery from the leg injury, which was exactly like mine up until the point when he got all the infections. 
four different uh, infections, 17 different surgeries, and here he is playing quarterback in the, in the National Football League. It's just a phenomenal story. But I don't think, it, 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 because I don't think they've given up on Dwayne. I think, you know, Dwayne may be an impatient young man like every young guy is when they, in, in life and wants to see things happen now, but the quarterback position is a process. Tom Brady's a good friend. Peyton Manning is a good friend. These are guys that I talk to in their 20th year or their 18th year of playing the game, and there was still a quest for knowledge, still trying to learn more about the game because it has changed. So I, I hope they haven't given up on them. I don't think they have. And now it's just a question of Dwayne being able to, you know, sort of swallow the pill that's been dealt to him and, and, and go after it and try and get better at what he does. There he is, former NFL Man of the Year. Joe Theismann recommend picking up his new book, How to Be a Champion Every Day, Six Timeless Keys to Success from Radius Book Group. Joe, always great hearing your voice. Uh, let's talk football again soon, my friend. Yeah, please give me a call, Rick. I love catching up with you. Take care, and everybody out there, please stay safe. All right, great stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back on Sports Byline USA. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. 